Lucky Land slots, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, biggest lesson in high school, yeah, high school is how much I lack discipline prior to playing high school organized sports and not discipline like just in uh, athletic sense i was lacking discipline as a as a man because i didn't i didn't grow up with uh my father in the household so being told what to do by uh, uh being told what to do by a man i wasn't always uh receptive of that in high school but all of my coaches i played football and basketball were males so like just being able to soak that in. I'm used to mama telling me what to do, right? And, and her being the only one I listened to. But when those men got to checking me, it felt different. So, like, when I look back on them, like, it was those time frames where they were giving me that discipline that I didn't like. I used to be talking junk about under my breath yeah. as to why I still have a level of discipline today. So that was my biggest lesson in high school life. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Armand, back again with another episode of Big Boss Talk, the podcast. Listen, I got another exceptional guest. Um, top-tier guest came by recommendation of my homie, Alkia, with our homie, Alkia. Shout out to AC, mm-hmm. uh, AC Mitchell. Uh, but, you know, I can't wait to get into this guest because he's doing a lot of things differently than, you know, than the rest, right? You know, he was talking to me earlier. He was like, man, listen, you know, it's... It's good to see, you know, he was saying it's good to see me in this lane where it's a lot of build, but I want to shout out to him. Like, it's good to see him in his lane where it's a lot of, where he's doing a lot of things different, giving a lot of knowledge different, and the content is just coming at us a whole lot different. And I want to shout out to him um, for even stepping in that lane and giving us the opportunity to understand more about what he has going on. But before we get into it, let me get y'all who I got, right? So I got Jody, a.k.a. King J, age 29. Uh, career job. We got Jody King J, age 29, career slash job. He's a businessman slash entrepreneur, college degree, um, associates in art um, slash career certificate in nursing slash commercial trucking driving. So my man's been doing everything. He has knowledge on a lot of different areas, and we're going to tap into all of that. Years in his profession, six. Um, hey, man, Jody, say what's up to the podcast, bro. Peace to the beautiful people, all the kings and queens, goddess and goddess out there. Uh, I appreciate this opportunity just to be a part of greatness, man. I appreciate the introduction as well. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt, man. So listen, before we get into it, we can't can't go no further than two troops and a lie. So I hope you got your three statements ready, uh, cause and I got to guess a lot. So let's go ahead and get into it. All right, so two truths. All right. Oh, I'm sorry. Two truths and a lie. Yeah. Uh, we have to uh, chase and grind for sure. We have to chase and grind for every dollar that we make. 
Um, only believe 10% of what you see. And health is wealth. Those are three statements for you. Got you. Health is wealth. I think that's true. I mean, I'm I've ripped. You know what I'm saying? Health is wealth. Uh, <laughs> I think when you're in shape, you know what I'm saying, you just kind of feel a lot better. You're in a better mental space. Um, you know, naturally, you got a lot more confidence, so you're able to step into a lot more rooms and be able to present yourself um, a certain way so money can come at you that way. So I definitely believe health is wealth. Um, believe 10%. I only believe 10% of what you see. I only believe 10% of what you see. Um and then the first one was, we all have to. The first, go ahead. We need to grind. We need to grind it out. We gotta get. We gotta get out. We gotta get our money. Yeah. Okay. Which which one to lie? <laughs> I mean, I think the first one is true. Like you definitely gotta grind this mug out. You know what I mean? Like you gotta grind it out. Get this money. Um, but then you said believe only ten percent of what you see. Dang, I feel like that's true too. Like, people give facades, all types of stuff, man. <laughs> you can only believe. All right, so I'm going to believe grind. I'm going to believe the first first statement is a lie. Like, grinding it out. We got to grind it. I think it's it's a, probably a better way, better wording than grinding it out. You know what I mean? But I think that that's the lie. I'm in the right place. <laughs> that's how you find out if you're in the right place. Okay. So, so that's so, the lie. Uh, that's the lie. That's okay. the lie. Bet, bet. The truth is, the truth is definitely to only believe ten percent of what you see, um, and then is a common misconception that, especially us as being. You know, being entrepreneurs, hardworking people, just naturally, we naturally innovative, creative. We think we got to work hard and, you know, back work and work damn near for every, uh, I, I apologize, I don't know if you guys swear on here. Yeah, you good. But, uh, right. but we got to do back work and work for every, for every dollar. So that's definitely uh, false information, which hints, you know, as to why you should only believe 10% of what you, what you see, because that's all we've seen. Right. Right. That is true. So like, I mean, that's a fact, man. I mean, I like those statements. That's different. You, you definitely came different than most people because a lot of people give facts about themselves. Like true. You know what I'm saying? But just to hear those type of statements, like, you know, grinding it out, like, you know, that's false, man. Like, we, I mean, I don't want people to misconstrue, you know, misconstrue like hard work, you know, like hard work is different absolutely. than just like breaking your back. You know what I'm saying? For every little, you know, little inch of dollar, knowing you probably worth a lot more than just, you know, than what you're being paid to break your back. So work hard in aspects of what you want to accomplish as far as like your dreams, aspirations, being in the right lanes, being knowing your value. I would say that's where you work hard at. But then also, like you said, exactly. those two truths at the end are, were deep because it's like only believe 10% of what you see. Like a lot of people get caught up in like Instagram and everything. And they think that's 90% of people's life, you know, what they see. But mm -hmm. it's really not even, mm -hmm. I would believe Instagram is probably not even 10%. You know what I mean? It's more like 2% of what's real. You know, you got to kind of be able to cipher, you know, what's real, what's not. Um, 
you, what you know, I mean, do you feel like that's the case in this generation right now as far as like just really like Yeah, uh, uh, we in we in a testy times. Yeah. Uh being 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 one of the uh new like new school leaders of the new school as far as uh the conscious community is concerned. Yeah. Like you have to you have to be able to uh to reach people on a level they can understand. That's that's what makes great teachers great. Mm-hmm. So you so to a to a degree it is a good tool to have to be able to do that, meet people on level. But absolutely you are correct, King. Just uh your ability to be able to distinguish uh you know massages, illusions, and things that may not serve you or what have you versus actual uh, truth, knowledge, wisdom, things that we we should be more uh, concerned with, right. just depending on, you know, the community. I know our community could stand to be more concerned on uh, more, con- more uh, constructive things at this time in life. Yeah, for facts, man. So, I mean... Talk to me about you. You mentioned something. You said more of on the conscious community. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. obviously, you know, people not gonna. You know what I'm saying? They gonna hear when you talk. Like you don't. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like you obviously already different. You bringing something different mentally right. to the to the game. You know right. what I mean? And and it's nothing wrong with being able to. You know, being around people that's different. Like I like being around people that they think different right. because it's like. He probably knows something right. that I don't know. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, let me take right. something from him. That's me too. You know what I mean? But what? That's me you... too. I think that's why we connected instantly, man. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's just like, like it was an instant connection when we met for that reason. Like I, you, you probably learned from me the same day we met, and I learned from you the same day we met because it was our ability to like connect with one another. You don't all we not none of us will never be be the, the exact same, right? right. So everyone has to be able to identify what it is that they are like called to do, or, or what are they good at? What are their skill set? What are their, their traits and qualities? What what characterize them? Like what mm-hmm. makes them purposeful in life, right? Yeah. And sometimes it's a struggle to to get to that layer of yourself because of all of the massage, mirage, illusions, distractions, whatever. Yeah. Uh, so that's where our uh, my baby company comes in at, because you're saying I'm different and I'm speaking in a, in a language that most people may not be able to come with. So that's why our, our, our brand, our baby business, comes in at and uh, Kings and Queens Health is uh, advertised as a health and wellness business. But we really pride ourselves just in getting you to that degree to where you can even be in this midst, in this bliss, like yeah. to to be more present. And, and more knowing of who you are, it starts with like simple things like changing uh, what you consume mentally, physically, spiritually. What you consume, it, it all matters, right? Yeah. yeah, I don't want to get too far ahead. I know you talked about the baby business. I don't want to. I don't want to. Oh, yeah. I don't want to give them too much too early. <laughs> but I, 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 right, I like right. that. I, I like that. I do want to start early on in, in your journey, though. Um, if you can give the people mm-hmm. a little bit, a little bit about where you from. And then also talk to us about, you know, what was your aspirations, you know, being younger? Like, what did you originally want to be or what did you, you know, like what career were you chasing at a young age? 
so people can okay. kind of understand like where you know where you started from. What shape this person? Okay, so uh, I started from as early as I can remember. I was a child that was like pretty happy, enthusiastic, athletic. So I was into uh, sports uh, really early on, and I stayed at it. It gave me it gave me discipline and structure. Uh, I grew up. I was born in Mississippi, but I grew up in St. Louis, Missouri. Okay. So I grew up in a in a in a in like a kind of a like a, a poverty sticker area, but I also had opportunity at the same time because of uh the way I was parented. So I was kinda I was seeing some things, but I was kept away from some things as well. Yeah. So I was exposed to opportunity, but you know, I was right there literally living in the midst of where so many people did not have opportunity. Right. So it shaped my reality, just like parts of both. So I was an athletic young fella, focused on like my education and uh, sports, right? All of us men, black men, younger in life, we want to be athletes. Everything we yeah. see on the TV, you know, we all, we all going to the pros yeah. as a child. As a child, we all going to the pros. So I was going to be a pro basketball player, a pro football player, until life just kept happening. So I uh, I lived in St. Louis for a good bit of my early childhood, about 12 years or so. Mm-hmm. And it was some of the most, like, I look back on those times. Those times really were shaping my reality early on in life. And I wouldn't realize it. So when I got to high school, I, I, I remained an athlete. Uh, I remained interested in just, like, uh, higher education. And then uh, I became interested in women as well during that time frame of high school, too more interested in women. So then I'm still the athlete. I'm I'm kind of a I'm not the typical jock in high school, but I was like one of those. I I can blend. I can fit in any group, yeah. but I also, you know, also you get my own look. I knew who I was and then I was an athlete and I wasn't a bad looking guy. So I had, you know, women just from that, too. So I found you, you lose yourself when you get to that point, right? Yeah. To a degree, to a degree. Yeah. You still figure yourself out, but you lose yourself. And so after high school, I realized I wasn't a pro athlete. Like, <laughs> I realized that, like, I realized health was well because I got injured and I couldn't even go play college ball no more. So I ended up at a university where I met our good friend, our kid, mm-hmm. local university. At this point, I'm, I'm back in Mississippi already. So I just went to school there. Uh, I started studying something called kinesiology and and hopes of being in the medical field. Helping people always had interest me. And uh, I had a family history of just people in the medical field. Mm -hmm. So I knew it was something I knew it was something that I could get into and and have some support system in prior knowledge or experience. So I I, uh, eagerly jumped into nursing at some point. I was I was back and forth with the college stuff. I ended up transferring out of the school where I met our good brother, our kid, and I uh, kind of got my head, you know, twisted for a little while in life. Yeah. Uh, met my now wife. Met my now wife. She helped me get back on on track mentally, and I ended up going to get my nursing degree, man. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going going from there. That's I'm dope. hoping I'm kind of nah. You did, your question. yeah. You do. I'm. T- I, I be jotting down. Like when I <laughs> when I hear people say stuff, I, I jot it down because I don't want to lose it. Oh, okay. I always want to come back. So, right. uh, right. you know, right. I, I like the journey. Um, I think, you know, when you think about it, like a lot of times, I know for me, growing up or, or or going through like my 
middle school, high school years, like you think you like so different. You know what I mean? Like the thoughts you have in your head, like, you know, as as black men, we ain't gonna really be like, dang, like, you know what I'm saying? Like we don't really discuss too much. Everything is surface level. So then when you get older and you figure out like, yeah. ah, you know, I, I'm trying to have a little bit more deeper conversation, a little bit more meaningful rela- relationships and you open up, you you become comfortable enough to talk to people like other guys about like, dang, like y'all went through that too. That's how y'all feeling like, oh, some crazy stuff. But, you know, you, yeah. you realize that yeah. um, as you get older and, and I do want to ask, like, what was one of your biggest lessons you might have learned? Um through high school, you know what I'm saying? Like, what's what's one of the biggest takeaways you could take that's been mm-hmm. helping you, you know, maybe in your adult, you know, in your adult years? Uh, biggest lesson in high school, yeah, high school is how much I lack discipline prior to playing high school organized sports, and not discipline like just in an athletic sense. I was lacking discipline as a as a man because I didn't I didn't grow up with uh, my father in the household. So being told what to do by uh, uh, being told what to do by a man, I wasn't always uh, receptive of that in high school. But all of my coaches, I played football and basketball, were males. So like just being able to soak that in, I'm used to mama telling me what to do, mm-hmm. right? And, and her being the only one I listened to. But when those men got to checking me, it felt different. So. Like when I look back on them, like it was those time frames where they were giving me that discipline I didn't like. I used to be talking junk about under my breath yeah. as to why I still have a level of discipline today. So that was my biggest lesson in high school. Like not nothing they were teaching in them classrooms. Yeah, the outdated stuff. Not 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 any of that. Not not nothing with the women. It was literally the fact that uh, I how much discipline I lacked not having a father in the household and how much discipline I ended up getting from, from like really essentially like father, like, like figures in high school. Like, so yeah, that's my hard. discipline was my biggest lesson. That's hard. Biggest. That's, that's a huge takeaway because a lot of, a, a lot of us fall in that category. And so like them hearing that and like, you know, maybe that's me in certain areas. You know what I'm saying? Like you can be like, all right, like, you know, maybe I need to, you know, kind of straighten up. But then you also mentioned that, in college, your head was a little twisted, and then your your now wife came Ooh. along. Your now wife, <laughs> your now wife came along, and she kind of helped you get on the right path. But you said head twisted, and I, I jotted it down. I was like head twisted. So I'm like, what what, what you talking about right there, man? Like, what, what you mean? Man, I'm gonna keep a long story short. Yeah, I had about a who. Like almost literally, I was supposed to have been close to graduation before I got my head straight. Like I was in there for three and a half years in college, just head not on straight. Yeah, distracted by everything. Uh, what Kevin Gay said in his most recent project: if you're not committed to anything, you're distracted by everything. Yeah, right. Yeah, that was me. Okay, I wasn't committed to nothing. Gotcha. I wasn't committed to a thing. Not even the school I was getting up going to. You know what I was committed to? What? That that alcohol and the women up there. That's what I was committed <laughs> to in college. Gotcha. I, I kid you not. Yeah. With the ring on my left hand, you feel me? Yeah. But I wouldn't be here if I didn't get myself together. So I have to be honest with people because men fall short too and we make mistakes and we lack discipline. Yeah. That's dope. Man. But uh, yeah, uh, my head wasn't on straight, bro. I wasn't studying. 
I was I was failing out of school damn near. I got put on academic probation. Dang. I had my friends laugh in my face and, and tell me I wasn't going to make it because I wasn't, uh, you know, doing well in college like some of them was. They was on scholarships and living in the dorms and all of these things. And, 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 they, and they went on to graduate, something I still was uh, uh, capable at the time of accomplishing. They went on and got their degrees and everything. And I ended up, doing one of those academic probation where I couldn't even go to school mm. and I had to work my butt off for that low-wage job for that length of time. That's that time where I was like, I literally got a chance to turn my life around and take some of this woman that, that claims to love me at the time, said, advice she's giving me, mm-hmm. or I can continue to, you know, drink away my sorrows and and and, and talk about, you know, how things was for me, make yeah. excuses, you know? Yeah, dang. I mean, that's real, bro. Like, that's real. Like the honesty of just you know the the alcohol, the women, and, and a lot a lot of you know men fall short as far as like just being on track. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I can never say that you know drinking is it is terrible. Like you know, or liking women is bad. But everything right. everything can be addictive. Right. Everything can be addictive. You know if given the opportunity to indulge in it a little bit too much, you know what I mean? So, you know, exactly. For a lot of exactly. The, you know, for a lot of the guys listening, like that, least, that was my issue. I'm, I'm just, I'm not judging myself, but I'm, I'm acknowledging where I was at that point in my life. Mm-hmm. And that's not to send judgment towards anyone, anyone else as well. Mm-hmm. But I definitely was at a point in my life where I was giving too much energy to alcohol consumption, too much of my life force and energy to women as well when I should have been working on my self-improvement. Got it. What conversation changed it? Because, I mean, obviously you had to go through, you know, it, it's almost, I feel like it was like, I'm, I'm changing, you know what I'm saying, I'm changing, and then you, you kind of fall back, or maybe it was more like, you know what I'm saying, like mm-hmm. it was a, a back and forth, heavyweight oh, nah. title fight, you know what I mean? It's, there's some tugging, there's some tugging pull anytime you're addicted to anything, whether it be, because I'm in, you know, I'm in the medical field too, right? right? So I understand addiction a little bit differently, but even prior to being in the medical field, addiction is one of those things where there's going to be tugging pull, especially when there's no no clear path uh, to fix the problem, mm-hmm. right? I mean, we 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 struggle from lack of resources too. I should have been talking to someone about alcoholism. I should have been talking to someone about my sex addiction, not having to deal with it so much by myself. But uh, simple questions like my wife, my now wife, asking me like, "So what you gonna do with life? Like just one day riding in the car, <laughs> feel like you're doing something in life? You know how yeah. women are." And they were like, "So." You 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 you're doing decent, but when we gonna when you gonna start doing a little bit better? Right. I'm like compared compared to what I was, this is pretty doing pretty, pretty good. good for me. But you know how women is. Yeah, that's crazy. Okay, so I mean, shout out to your your, your wife. Uh, you know, for definitely having. It's always good to have a nice uh, partner. You know, in crime, somebody that really care for uh, you, care for you, and really want the best. You know, from you know for you. So it's not like. You know they, you know, you know. What I'm saying? It's just somebody. It's just something about when they genuinely like you want to see you do good and want to see you do great. So you know, I appreciate you for elaborating on that on that part of your life as far as like having your head twisted. Um, I know you ended up going into nursing. Can you tell me Absolutely. a little? Can you tell me a little about nursing and then just how how did you become you know an entrepreneur? Was that something that you were already doing? 
Um, or is it something that, you know, you were just working your job and you figured out like, man, I can do so much more and then hop into entrepreneurship? Like, just right. tell me about that. So nursing first. So nursing was one of those things for me where I always uh, knew it would be a means to an end. Got it. Uh, I'm not that nurse. I'm not that nurse that's about to, about to tell you it was always something I inspired to do growing up. It's something that I continued on in life to be passionate about, and it's something that I even am currently passionate about. I, I saw my family my mom in particular do it for many years prior to me ever showing interest in it. She's, she's been a nurse for going on uh, 20 years now. And then I saw my younger sister do it before me too, before I even decided it was something I was capable of doing. So I, I saw it as a means to an end. And that's when I said, you know what, I'm going to give myself some discipline and stay focused on education for at least a moment in my life. Yeah. So this is the point where I finally decided to leave the university where I was having all of my issues. I got back in school, went to a community college, uh, tra- transferred successfully, 4.0 first semester. Uh, I got in honor society. They offered me scholarship opportunities at universities. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm getting accepted into nursing school, and then I'm stuck with a decision. Do I actually want to move forward with this, or do I want to just go back to a university again and see if they have something up there for me, right? Mm-hmm. And that's when I said, you know what, I'm going to give this nursing thing a, a, a chance. I gave the university thing a try already, and it didn't work out, so I'm going to give this nursing thing a chance. Mm-hmm. Got through it, man. Blood, sweat, and tears. I love nurses, man. I appreciate nurses. <laughs> I applaud nurses because... Man, the the school and the loan will, will let you know whether or not it's for you. Man, yeah, okay. I mean, the school and the, the school and the loan let you know. Yeah, that's tough, man. I I got so many stories about friends and and just people that I know that get into this medical field, and it's like the uh, it's like one of the most you really get tested. Like, it, it, and I was talking to somebody before. I was like, the schooling is just a weed out process. Like, that's all it is. Like. It is it, because some of the curriculum and the oh, all they that tell stuff, you. Yeah, they tell you. It's just a weed out process. Like, are you really? We gonna weed the week out, and we are gonna keep the yeah. strong. And so, for anybody that can persevere through like yeah. academia of being like in a medical field, I'm like, shout out to y'all lawyers. Shout out to y'all. You know what I mean? Like, just people that go crazy. So I, I, I really, um, I really like that. man nurses, doctors, lawyers. Word. Respect. Respect at all times, bro. Yeah. So, and then, um, so we, we went to nursing, um, you know, got that going. Um, can you tell me about your experience, you know, just mm-hmm. being, a, being a nurse? Like, what did you learn, you know, on the job? Like, what, what did you take away? What, what could you take away that's helping you right now, you know, and what you got going on? So, so I'm a, I'm a, uh, this is this is a teaching point for us as a people too, but it's mm-hmm. also specific to 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 answer your question as well. Uh, us as a people, and when I say us, I'm clearly talking about uh, the Black Nation. The people we are naturally loving, compassionate, and empathetic people. Just naturally, that's mm-hmm. that's our core. That's our essence. That's 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 really mm-hmm. in our makeup. Yeah. And uh, a lot of us, a lot of us gravitate towards nursing because of that. Because this allows us to feel like we're helping someone, right? Yep. Uh, so 
it was a no-brainer for me. I've always desired to be a helping person. Like, I want to lend a helping hand to someone. I want to be able to, you know, help people in times of vulnerability and, and not take advantage of them like I see people get done because, you know, I also come from environments where I see that. So that's what I thought nursing was, getting into it. And then I got through the school report and I got to see, like, the hands-on own type stuff you could do in nursing and the skills that you could have. And I was, I was, I became more curious. Mm-hmm. And then I got in the field and I saw how the actual field work was a lot different from the way we were being like orientated to what we were getting into. Mm. But I was glad that I only had did the, the, the bare minimum education in the field and then got into mm. the actual field. So I got field, I got field, I learned in the field mm-hmm. versus out the books. Yeah. And I was able to make my evaluation for a five to six year time frame. And then I concluded that uh, after that time frame that it uh, wasn't for me. But in the field, the field looks like... Uh, Definitely need to question. Uh, This is, I mean, I don't know who's all in your community could be sensitive for some people. They need to question the agenda of it, for sure. Uh, Because I'm passionate about actually helping people. I I saw a lot, both both, uh, activated anxiety and uh, traumatic experience. Uh, they need to question the mental health policy around people that actually are in the field of this field, yeah. like actually dealing with the people every day. Uh, it was a lot of room for improvement overall, mm-hmm. and that led me to no longer want to be involved because you have to question. Uh, when Anytime I have to question ethics and anything I do, I just distance myself from it because I don't want that type of stuff on my, uh, my conscience in this pandemic or pandemic in particular, is is what made me finally say, you know, I have to start plotting my uh, escape from this. If I ever, if I ever decide I don't want to do this again, I have to have other ways to make means because yeah. I have a family. I have to do all of these things, and I hope I answer your question. So I want to make sure that I'm in a position to be able to even lead this because nursing is either for you or it's not. Mm. There's no in between. Like that's that's there ain't no in between. You lying. Yeah, any nurse listening, you lying. If you stuck on the line, you lying. He's stuck on that line. You lying. I like I I like the perspective (laughs) that you brought to it because I think it's one of the most honest perspectives um, that I've heard in a while. Like obviously, you know, people that go to school, they want to be a nurse. That you know, they believe in in the work. You know what I mean? Like I I like you said, caring for people, helping people. Like that's the stuff they you know, that we believe in. That's the reason why we get into roles like this. But then you also understand that we can exactly. we can, we can also li- do things just to do it because it's providing a check or like because that's mm-hmm. how we're surviving. Mm-hmm. And then the scary part about it is how do I lead this and be able to continue to live the lifestyle mm. that, to live the lifestyle mm. that I want to I want to live like that's the that's the battle that people fight mm. when they have mm. a job and it's like and and I don't want you people to think that every job is perfect there's going to be likes and dislikes before mm-hmm. you take any job in any job mm-hmm. but I think what you were talking about as far as the ethics behind like the system that's in place is the system ethical for me to be able to work in it and feel like I'm doing due diligence of helping people? Because I know that the system is crooked. So you got people coming in wanting my help, but 
we're going to give you help in a ABC step process because we're going to run you dry all the way down through ABC. And then we're going to be like, oh, well, this is the issue. Well, then why you didn't tell me the issue at point A versus going through A? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's all it's, it's almost like the, uh, it's like the insurance game, right? When, when they talk about being an athlete, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, it's all it's all yeah, it's all dirty. It's it's all a dirty game. But it's like you when you know as an athlete, like all right, cool. Like I know when a bone, like I can tell, like I ain't never broke no bone, so knock on wood. But you can tell, like if a bone is broke, you know what I mean? Versus yep. like I've torn, yep. I've torn an ACL before, so it's like I know what that would feel like. But the first thing as an insurance, what they're going to do is, hey, let's get you an x-ray. Why would I? Okay, mm -hmm. so now the x-ray, I got to pay for the x-ray. The x-ray ain't going to show nothing. It's going to say, mm -hmm. your bone structure is good, you good. I knew that when mm -hmm. I came in. I told you that. But y'all want me to insist on getting the x-ray. The x-ray machine. Because you know your body, right? Because, you know your body. Right. But the to get an x-ray is super expensive. You know what I mean? Especially if you don't got insurance, all that good stuff. To get an x-ray, just to get an x-ray, a picture of your skeleton, a skeleton body is expensive. And then they go in and tell you, all right, well, let's try ice. You know, maybe if the ice or whatever, that might help. If that don't help, get now, in the other line of business, the customer always right. Not this line of business, though. <laughs> right, but then they wait. They wait super late to give you an MRI, which then goes mm -hmm. into the details mm -hmm. of if you tore anything as far as like tissue, um, anything ligaments. Like but, but it's like why? Yeah. Well, if if I told you, if I if I know, like, all right, look, I don't think it's a, a, a bone is broke. You know what I'm saying? Like I know my bone now, bro. I know what that feel like. Right. Please give what me, a, give me like, an MRI yes. first. Let's not go through spend money on this and then gotta spend money on that. Like that's the game I'm talking about as far as like ethics and stuff like that, which I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure you know um for sure. But like I said, I think your perspective and what you gave as far as like being a nurse, you evaluating your purpose in life and just understood that this role, even though it sounds good to a lot of people, like being a nurse you know, helping people at the mm -hmm. end of the day, when you get into the nitty gritty of it, it's not, sometimes I don't think it's what people think. And I think, excuse me, but I think being in the medical field, I think they need to offer like internships before people finish their schooling, like some type of, let me shadow, let me come into these places. Offer these Intern. Go excuse me, I'm sorry. I didn't cut your words. Nah, you good. What you was about to say? Uh, Internships for sure. I was agreeing with you. Number one, internships need to be offered, and uh, less times in front of those outdated books, and more times in the actual field. Because in nursing, I don't know if you understand, but uh, I understand that you spend uh, a certain amount of time just doing the skill set, hands-on physicality parts of the industry you're getting into, uh, in preparation for that being the bulk of what you're doing. Well, that should also be the bulk of your education, the bulk of your training should be that as well. And not so much the uh, test every time you turn around on something that you're not even going to have retained by the time you graduate because of how fast they'll be coming. I took I took three three tests a week sometime while I was in nursing school. Mm. Three tests in three different subjects. You, you tell me if I'm retaining that information. Can't be. 
or am I just if, or am I just memorizing, regurgitating onto the paper and getting ready for the next test? Right, and that's why people right. people in the medical field can't properly diagnose. You know what I'm saying? Diagnose people because they can't. All that remembering got the window. When it's let's life, get into it. When it's let's life, get into it. When it's life or death, like <laughs> when, you know what I'm saying? Like when it's life or death, like you can't. I, I ain't got yeah. time for you to be hiccuping over a vocabulary word. I need you to know, like, come on now. This is what we doing. You come know what I'm saying? So, so I, I, I definitely agree. And again, it's no. This is no shade to anybody. I've interviewed a lot of nurses, people in medical. No shit. Like. Right. I, I got the utmost respect for those people in those fields because what they do at the end of the day, you still putting yourself out. Whether you know the information or not, you still saying, Trust me to save your life, and yeah. and, and that's all that matters. You yeah, know you're, a like, you're, you're a frontliner, you're essential, you're essential worker, you're a frontliner. Right. If, if, if disaster or catastrophe happens in this country, they're, they're only calling a handful of people. Right. And and nurses are going to get that call. Uh, I got the utmost respect for them. So I, with that being said, if you allow me, I want to double back. During my career, I did it with ethics. I had several moments where I enjoyed it. I learned, I learned a lot. I met a lot of great people, some of which I still could communicate with if need be. Uh, I was able to become more resourceful because of where my nursing uh, degree took me because I started traveling with it. And that's when I realized so much. I realized there was more opportunity out here besides nursing, but I also realized that uh, there was more opportunity within nursing just in traveling. I made some of them. I made the most money. I called my mama in tears one day in New Hampshire mm. Because I was making the most money I had ever made in my life as a as a black man, most money I had ever made, and I was doing something where I, I felt I felt at, at peace with the decision, and I was able to help my mom, bro. Mm. So nursing provided they, oh, nursing opened up doors for me. So I'm not bashing nursing at all, but I did that and went through that experience so I could share it with other people. And they gain the knowledge and turn it into wisdom for themselves. That's that's why we all go through different experiences. So I, I, who would I to be to have gone through something someone else may be considering, and they could they could get some knowledge from me and apply how they see fit in their own lives, and then use use that as wisdom. Like that's the only reason I'm speaking on it in the manner in which I speak on it. That's game. I like it, bro. That's that, that's that's game for sure. So now we we we, yeah. we we talked about nursing. We got into the the itty the nitty gritty uh, of nursing. We understand that there is obviously more room for improvement in our medical facilities. You know, as a whole in the United States, there is a reason why other countries right, right. other we countries know have it. Stuff we you know, know. what I'm saying? There, there's there's reasons why other countries have it right, and we still messing around and getting things wrong. You know, the pandemic showed a lot. Um, and it also get, showed us that, you know, a lot of the nurses have been overworked for so long. Um, and maybe that's a, that's something we need to look into. They went into like, retire. They retired. They retired. <laughs> they was like, we out of here. You bro. know what I mean? Like, we, they it's out. Right. So it's just like, it's so much that we learned during, you know, obviously before the pandemic, but during the pandemic, it, it, it's so much that went left. 
that we learned from and then also the after effect of the pandemic as far as like not having enough workers, employees to man these facilities. Mm-hmm. You know, there's so much that we learned and so much mm-hmm. that we can do better. Um, I think it, it, it all just starts with just having the conversation of like, how can we fix this? How, how can we get better? But we mm-hmm. all know it's only going to start when we have the right people in place to really that really care about these things. Because as long as the machine's still moving, they ain't really working to fix out the kinks and stuff like that. It's only it's only mm-hmm. when, it's only when the machine breaks fully that they worried about how we can implement change and be better. So it's, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's how they say. <laughs> and with about? that power. Powerful statement, Larry King. I, I must, I must enlighten the people and let them know. Anything I do, I am a revolutionary. Mm. I'm not gonna stand for. I'm not gonna stand for anything. Yeah. I'm not gonna stand. I'm, I'm not gonna take anything. You know, I'm not gonna settle for anything. You know, I'm going to get what I deserve, and that's how I felt when I decided to uh, respectfully de- decline any further opportunities to do p- business with people that don't have my best interest at heart. Right. I, I, I'm with you, man. I'm with you. So now we, we talked about that and then we, we moved into your, obviously, I want to talk about getting to the Kings and Queens Health. We talk about the baby, the baby project, the baby business. You know, tell us about Kings and Queens Health and, and where, how did that idea start? And then what's the mission behind Kings and Queens Health? All right, so Kings and Queens Health was essentially the first uh, entity that my uh, my wife and I birthed. Uh, we we started it back in 2018. This was around a time frame where we were essentially not even 100% conscious of it, but we were plotting our escape from uh, uh, corporate America and ner- things like nursing, what mm-hmm. we were doing. Uh and it was already a lifestyle we were living. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was based around the lifestyle we were living. So we were inspired. I was inspired personally by uh, friends and family that had brought up uh, the late, great uh, Alfredo Bowman, better known as uh, Dr. Savy to me. They brought him to my attention originally. And uh, I didn't gravitate towards him as a person immediately. But I did start to just raise my consciousness about like the importance of uh, better health Mm -hmm. because I was at a point in my life where I could have stood to have had, you know, better health. So uh, God mentioned the name to me. I started looking into all this health conscious stuff that was out there between YouTube, uh, Netflix and just just good old Google. Right. And I just was like, man, there's no way all this information is true. There's no way they make you this from us. So. I was just sitting in my house raising my own consciousness around health and I was applying it. I was applying it. Yeah. And then I had started the travel nursing. So I'm I'm in my zone now because now I'm not distracted. I'm away from people and I'm doing my research on something, right? Yeah. And that research that research started four years ago now and it continues on, but I was applying it in my own life. So I was about almost 300 pounds. I was like 280 something. At my heavy, 270 something, 280. At my yeah. heaviest. Yes. Really? Bro, you look bro, you look good, bro. I'm trying to hit that transformation. But we're we, we gonna keep 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 going. Keep we going. gonna get there. Yeah. Yeah. 
Bruh, so yeah, that's why I'm passionate about my baby business because of what it has done for my personal life. So to bring it through, since I was applying all this research, I was learning to, I was literally, I'm my best test subject. So yeah. I'm here to <laughs> tell the message. <laughs> so I, I, I got the dropping weight. I got the dropping weight. I got the feeling better, like lighter and everything. It was just beautiful in them miles, man. But I was undistracted. I was undistracted mentally. Yeah. I was undistracted. I was by myself. And I was just able to hit the gym and hit the grocery store and get what I needed. So I was applying this stuff and it was work. I was like, there is no way possible uh, I'm about to look back from this. So I call. I get the first, you know, you're going to talk to your woman. You, you birthed all your, your manifestations through your queen. That's, that's free game. Okay. I call her <laughs> Hey, is this the work? Like we gotta, we gotta, we gotta. You gotta try this. Yeah. So what? What the queen gonna queen gonna do? All right, I support. She came behind me. She started doing it, man. And she turned something so simple. She turned it into magic. So from there, she started cooking only meals that align with our uh, beliefs and lifestyle. She started making us juices. We really got into it heavy in our personal life. We started making our own natural skincare products for our house and everything we started we went full on with it yeah and it was just some stuff we had looked up and looked into and we was like man we gotta tell people about this because look at us like look at us we transforming ourselves yeah. right here yeah and in this moment so we started kings and queens i was like how could we make it to where people would be interested in it but it also make them feel better about themselves because we know a lot of us struggle with like low self-esteem and stuff too so it was one of those things like we were titled because I we we call each other kings and queens in our household. Like she calls me King King J and I call her Queen D. So we we just started thinking like we can call it kings and queens hell. Yeah. And then our slogan it slogan is where everyone deserves to be crowned. So it feels inviting, right? Because mm -hmm. that's the space we provide by uh provide for people, kings and queens hell, where everyone deserves to be crowned. So now here's a place you grow, you learn, and you and you get a you get a heartfelt message from the creators of the yeah. uh, of the brand too. So that's where it started. Man, that's dope. I mean, bro, the transformation is crazy, man. I I hope everybody. I'm, I'm you know I'm gonna lock in the Instagram and all that, but make sure y'all check out <laughs> Kings and Queens Health yeah. underscore man. Y'all go look at my man transformation. He look good on there, man. Look on that. Then, you know, I appreciate he, it. He talking to the fellas too. He was like, "Hey, fellas, if y'all want to get right, you know what I mean. You gotta get the uh, you gotta get the C." Oh yeah, I'm transparent. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, you got to. It, it seems like you, when you go on the website and everything that you guys really heavy into CMOS. Can you? Because I know mm -hmm. CMOS came like it was a fab. I, I ain't gonna say fab. I just think it came out of nowhere. Like. You know, I started seeing people selling sea mm. like get you some sea moss, sea moss this, sea moss <laughs> You know what I'm saying? But I'm, but I, I yeah, don't, you know, you always gonna have. But that. you know, black people gonna they gonna get they gonna find something. They be like, oh, this stuff work, right. and they gonna try to put a pitch behind it. But it was just like something that maybe mm. for me, um, I don't know. Like I just never heard of sea moss until of recently, like maybe within. The last year or so, mm -hmm. and and I and I want to say that sea monster okay. has been around probably for a long time, but just personally, where long, long time, you know, just personally where black people are, or where I feel like black people are just digesting it and adding it into their dietary um, dietary means is new. You know what I mean? Like I don't I don't think 
We've mm-hmm. been taking sea moss forever. So tell me about how you discover sea moss, and then what's some of those benefits that you uh, can talk about to kind of educate people on, you know, sea moss as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, we actually sea moss was just one of the many herbs. Uh, with my with my research and uh, level of intelligence, I've I've and, and, uh, knowledge I've acquired over just the years of having done this. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just become more. You just become more in tune and aligned with just healing, healing as a whole. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we were using a lot of different herbs, and herbs are best used uh, together as compounds, right? Okay. Formulated together to make to to make a, the best healing product for you. So we were during our journey, we were using a lot of herbs, and sea moss was just one of those okay. many herbs. Uh, and a lot of people don't realize that, like, sea moss is not the only alkaline healer herb out there. It's just one of many. It's just the most popular one, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but to answer your question, our business has evolved so much over the four years. We started out selling a lot of these herbs I'm referring to. We started out jet selling, trying to provide. I mean, we didn't see too many people doing what we provided like we were looking at these businesses because we were supporting these businesses because of our lifestyle so we were seeing these different businesses doing this stuff we was like all we knew is they could use a hand because we know people in the south in mississippi we're dead last that's where uh both my wife and i were born and she was raised there mm-hmm. we're dead last in the in the in the country in health Mm. And then all we know is every everywhere else in the South region, I mean, you, I go up north to our west, they laugh at what we consider to be health. Uh, Damn. Yeah. yeah. You, you you move around this country and live in these areas for some time. Yeah. You realize that you have some going to do. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, what we what we think is a movement in the South, they do every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Facts. So, uh, anyway... I was like, this message is for the people. I don't care what nobody said. This message is for the people, and my people need this, damn it. So I'm going to the South with this. I'm I'm targeting them. That's my target audience, and, and that remains to this day. Yes. So I'm, I'm we we had to meet them, meet them, meet them where uh, we could. So we started selling just like the core products, uh, like staple products like sea moss. Uh, burdock root, sarsaparilla uh, root, sea moss and bladderwort, uh, elderberry, right? These are all your popular, more popular, more well-known herbs. And these are also some of the most powerful ones amongst the alkaline herbal community. But sea moss has become increasingly popular because uh, how many benefits people <laughs> have, have noticed in it. And they probably noticed that it can take the place of so many handful of products they probably was taking if you just would take this this one yeah. supplement right uh so let's just get into briefly what CMOS is to bring it home CMOS is an alkaline herb that uh is naturally formulated in the bottom of uh the ocean okay uh you mostly only can find it in uh Caribbean or warmer climate, so you're only going to find it in places like around Caribbean waters. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can, I mean, tropical areas, so the motherland, you can find it in, near and around Africa. You can find it in places like St. Lucia. You can find it in uh, Honduras where Dr. Sebi, his uh, 
his healing villages and stuff are. You can mm-hmm. find it in these these climates. And if you go out there, just as if you would go out there with one of the big fishing nets to to take all the the, the fish out the water to sell to people, yeah, you can you can bypass them and go further down there, uh, and you'll be able to get you some sea moss. Okay. And then from there, you 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 have to you know process it, rinse it, clean it, dry it out, and stuff like that. But that's yeah. that's that plant there. If, if if it keeps the ocean water clean, if it takes care of the fish in there, then surely it's it it could it could suit a human if we eat fish and drink drink water, right? Yeah. So rather than making these supplements and pills and mass-producing chemical-formulated products, let's just keep nature in its purest form. Mm-hmm. Let's fix it in a way for human consumption, and let's market it to them as, you know, their vitamins and nutrients because essentially that's what it was. Right. That's what CMOS, that's what CMOS is. And, and you can fact-check me on this. You can still type all this information in on YouTube, Google. I mean, CMOS has been around for centuries. It has been growing down the ocean since before you and I was even fathom thought about. Yeah, and then it, it, it's uh, uh it's it's attached to rocks in the bottom of that water. So rocks are like like essentially like minerals. That's what gives sea moss its minerals. Yeah, when it just sits on that rock like that. Yeah. So you able to utilize this herb, and it could take the place of a vitamin, a laxative. Mm. It could take the place of a meal. It, you can you can use it in so many ways. This is just to name a few, right? Yeah. But you can use it in so many ways. You find yourself not needing the the, the GNC supplements. You find yourself not needing the multivitamin. You find yourself not not needing the biscadol, the sinolaxative, the ducosodium. I can go on all the all the all the yeah. chemical field products we keep in our household. Uh, but you find yourself not needing this because now you found something natural occurring. God made like a lot of us like to be, you know, call ourselves be spiritually connected stuff. God made this. This this grows naturally. You find right. yourself being able to use something God made to 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 resonate with you when you have difficulties in your body. Hmm. And that's what we did. We started aligning ourselves with only things God made. That's hard. I I I I really uh think that's dope. Like the the power in which. You know the knowledge in which you you know you guys bring. You know what I'm saying to to your products. I think a lot of people just sell CMOS because it's like I say it's popping. You know what I'm saying? Like, but nah, it's, it's, that's an insult. That's an insult to uh, the 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 master teachers that have come before us. That's an insult to uh, our people who really need to hear this message about health. Mm-hmm. And uh, that that's a that's an insult to anybody that's out here. Spreading the message much like ourselves. Uh, but it's a capitalistic society. So when you mention everybody starts selling it, hyping it up, that's expected too. That comes with it because mm-hmm. you know what? All publicity in cases like this is good publicity. So if you want to tell people about the CMOS craze and help us get these powerful <laughs> herbs to our people, then go but for it. Just don't sell them no, no BS. Right. <laughs> Just don't sell them no BS. So uh, last thing I want to hit on, man, because believe it or not, we've been talking for an hour, which is crazy. Wow, this, yeah. It's been going. But talk to me about what was your process and how you went from 280 to where you are now. What was the, what were some of the 
the the the minerals and things that you were taking. Obviously, we're not going to underestimate your hard work as far as like just obviously working out, you know, going to the gym, you know, right. making, making yourself work. But what things helped you in your decrease in, in weight loss? Because a lot of Americans right now, even like I said, even myself, I've been going to the gym Monday through Friday every day. Like, right, right. You know, just trying to stick with it, staying consistent. And I'm seeing gains. I'm seeing losses. I'm feeling better. I'm I'm loose. You know, my ligaments coming back. Yeah. But I also want to, you know, you get to that point where, all right, you... You're looking for that next... That next... I need to get into the next stratosphere. Yeah. Like, I, it's time to, all you know, right. to, to, to go take the next leap. And I'm pretty sure, just like me, there's other people out there that's looking to do the same. So if you same can tell us thing, about... Right. Tell us about that, and then we'll end it there. All right, so that's that's what uh, uh, makes us different from most of the people that may just be selling CMOS uh, or uh, even other businesses or entities that may be doing what we do as well as far as just nutritional supplements mm-hmm. and the health and wellness. We, we particularly like to pride ourselves in uh, empowerment, education, and encouragement. Uh, so the the education part is going to be huge. So we know this we know this health journey uh, to be challenging. We know that to be true, right? Yep. So you're going to need continuous education just to make sure that you're you're reaching your your personal goals you set for yourself, and you're going to need encouragement too, and you're going to need the the resources, the empowerment. You're going to need the stuff you need to do it. So that's where we stand out. The education is what keeps you keeps you going, King. Uh, you you have to make sure that you're number one doing things like you do, admitting the need for change, and then proactive steps towards it. But you also need proper education on what health really is. This is something that we have been undertaught just just over over a long period of time. It's called traditionalism, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been taught to eat three square meals a day. We've been we've been taught not to give pretty much not to give our digestive tract a break at all. Uh, we we overconsume just because we live here in America. That's not just food, but that's just one of the many addictions that we have as human beings. So it's reprogramming that brain of yours at this point is reprogramming that to think differently around stuff, and that comes from continued education because nobody's going to do something when they don't know why they're doing it. Just doing it because somebody said do it. Mm-hmm. So. So we don't just sell products. Sell, selling products is kind of like secondary or comes third. Primarily, we want you to understand as to why you even should be doing something. Yeah. Uh, so I, I combined my education and then I applied what I learned. So I was able to switch over to a plant-based lifestyle plus workout plus take the supplements as what led me to my weight loss and my mental clarity and my higher level of of thinking that you that you see on display today, you you have to put yourself in this position. You have to start out with basic stuff like changing what you eat, changing changing the time frames you eat because intermittent fasting can help you burn up more fat than anything else out there they telling you mm. or selling you. Mm. What's intermittent fasting? Just, Educate the people. What's intermittent fat? Intermittent intermittent fasting is only eating on a on a, a, a eight. To 16 hours, I like to do the 16-8 because it's easiest for most folks uh, when we when we think of concepts. You want people to know that you don't, eating is not the first thing you do when you get up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you want to know eating is not the very last thing you do before you go to sleep. So the 16-8 keeps people like that. 
So you go 16 hours a day without eating, and you only eat for eight hours a day. So you 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 don't eat. You don't eat. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. You don't. You don't eat until noon, mm-hmm. but you don't eat after 8 p.m. And then you don't eat again till till noon the next day. That gives you a 16 hour uh, break window. It gives your body time to heal. Our, our body goes in a natural healing state at 10 p.m. every night. Mm-hmm. And to assist that, you don't wake up and stick more stuff you don't need to your body. You wake up and drink drink water, mm-hmm. uh, key lime. Take your herbs if you need something to nourish your body. And let it detoxify from the day before, and go get you a, get you a workout in, or go read a book, do something to to stimulate your mind, so you're not thinking about food. And then at noontime, you nourish your body with that first meal of the day, which needs to be uh, fruits or or something that's going to help replenish you, but also further detoxify you. So it's a process and a journey. It's not we're not selling you none of that. Get get get. get. Yeah, yeah, that slim fat, <laughs> get slim real fast, real quick, right quick stuff. None of them lies. None of that. We speak truth over it. Yeah. Okay. I like it, man. Listen, bro. I I learned uh, again another night a day of just just learning, learning and and gaining. I knowledge, love it, man. I I really appreciate you, man, and, and I appreciate your time for explaining Absolutely. and going through your journey and being as transparent as you were. Um, you know, over here, we, you know, we wish nothing but success uh, for you I guys. Appreciate we, we want you to guys to continue to, you know, prosper in, in your purpose and, and how you guys walk in life. And, and if there's anything that we could do to help, uh, we're always open to helping. And I ain't forgot. I, I, I know I still got to go grab my uh, CMOS. Don't kill me. I'm coming. I gotta get it. But, you know, um, you know. At this point, man, you you you're a brother in arms, much like our kids. So just feel free to pop in on us. We'll gladly get you with you and your family what y'all need. That'd be dope, man. Thank you. And then, um, I need two recommendations from you before you leave. So two people that you feel like could be a, a good fit for the podcast can bring a lot of different perspective. Um, and maybe just mm. people that you think is dope. You know, do you have those two recommendations before we go? Uh, yeah, I got a, uh, I got a, I got, I have people that I would recommend that I would love to be on your pod podcast. Uh, it depends on your reason behind it. Do you do you mostly like to focus on just highlighting other uh, young enthusiastic entrepreneurs like us, or do or does it matter to you? I'm, I'm looking. I'm I'm looking to talk to everybody in the world, man. Like every, somebody every with career some, uh, path with, with value, with value, and something to offer. Huh? Yeah, that's it, man. Yeah, I uh, I commun I communicate with people like that regularly, so I definitely would recommend. Uh, I know two people for sure from my homeland that both are uh, along the lines of making sure people stay healthy. They both own gyms. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would recommend them to your show, one of which had, or two, both have successful gyms right in the same uh, city, and they both brothers of mine. One owns a boxing and fitness type of lane gym, mm-hmm. and then the other one owns like a, a personal training uh weightlifting by for the entire family type of gym. Both of who I've built and done some degree of business with, I think is that time frame where stuff like that is of, of importance because we really believe health is what's so I always recommend uh people like that to a platform like this. Yeah. I wanna I wanna sit down with both of them. Um 
Right. You know what I'm saying? So if you can send me however they like to be contacted, Instagram, their phone number, whatever the case may be, um, I want sure. to get the opportunity to sit down with both of them uh, and chop it up. So just send me that info. Other than Absolutely. that, man, again, I appreciate you, man. It means a lot. And we done, bro. It's a wrap. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I appreciate your time, brother. Yeah, man. Thank you, dog. Well, I'm going to get up with you. Y'all have a good one, man. Y'all get some good rest tonight, and uh, I'll talk to you. Absolutely. Peace, bro. Peace, man. $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.